This is Mick Rhodes for the Claremont Courier podcast, First Take. Here's my story, wry, literate, witty songwriter Robbie Folks coming to the Folk Music Center in Claremont, May 21st. It feels like blasphemy to hear Robbie Folks say he doesn't necessarily enjoy writing songs. After all, the longtime Chicago, but now Los Angeles-based, Grammy-nominated singer-songwriter and guitarist, who will be in Claremont for a Saturday, May 21 show at the Folk Music Center, is known for his vast, acclaimed catalog of wry, literate, sometimes humorous songs and blazing guitar work. Was the guy who wrote Fuck This Town and She Took a Lot of Pills and Died cracking wise? No, I wasn't kidding. Um, I really, well, I'm kind of lazy generally, you know. I'll just put off anything that, that I don't like to do. And, and that includes, like, you know, strenuous exercise. But songwriting, like, you know, just making the words dovetail with the melody and, you know, harmonic substructure under that and making it something other people will be interested in and want to sing. Making it kind of sail is just always challenging to me, and it's always like I've never done it before when I go to do it. Folks has released 15 records since its 1996 debut, Country Love Songs. He's operated primarily in the roots division of the music business, but he's a restless writer. Equally at home in country, bluegrass, folk, and rockabilly, He's also a wonderful pop songwriter with dozens of tunes that land somewhere between John Hyatt and Nick Lowe. He followed 2016's double Grammy-nominated spare and mostly acoustic gothic masterpiece, Upland Stories, no, it's not a reference to Claremont's neighbor to the east, sorry, with 2018's rollicking Wild Wild Wild, a tour-de-force rockabilly boogie-woogie collaboration with Linda Gale Lewis, the little sister of the killer himself, Jerry Lee Lewis. And folks is currently at work on a bluegrass album, which he hopes to release by the end of summer. And though he's made his mark in older forms, he's fascinated by all kinds of music. The current era, not that I know a lot about it, but it seems like the current era is like we're saturated with really interesting sounds, mm-hmm. you know, gripping sounds or production, if you want to call that. And also like, rhythmic complexity, rhyme ingenuity, you know, not exact rhymes, but near rhyme ingenuity. And so for those values, it's a golden era that we're living in. At 59, Folks remains unusually curious about finding new sounds. He loves Spotify, which is also something you don't hear much from successful recording artists. His circle of musician friends are a resource as well, as are critics and writers, of which he singled out music historian and author Ted Gioa as a particularly astute wellspring. And then I recently went to the Big Ears Festival in Knoxville where there's, I don't know how many acts, maybe say 100 acts, and I haven't heard of 80 of them. And so, uh, and so I definitely get five or ten new things to listen to from that. Among the artists folks discovered at the Big Ears Festival were Celtic harpist Maeve Gilchrist and Columbus, Ohio-based avant-garage quartet Dana. Folks is a brilliant bluegrass guitarist, an inventive erudite lyricist, and can write a tearjerker country song as well as anyone working today. But he's no traditionalist. You'll not see him in a nudie suit and probably not in a cowboy hat either. He's famously adventurous and perhaps even more well-known and liked for his lack of pretension and sometimes biting humor. He's open to all kinds of new sounds in performance, but 
he's less enthusiastic about the computer's prominence in much of today's mainstream recorded pop music. You know, if it's four or five people sitting in a room and communicating through wood and metal instruments, I'm in, like, right at the outset. I want to know what it sounds like, what the traditions are that it draws from. There's a couple exceptions to this, but if it's laid out on a grid and done by one person in isolation and just doesn't bear those hallmarks of spontaneity and communication and at least a little improvisation, then I can rarely relate to it very easily. Still, though, a recent conversation with Avon Kang, musician, composer, arranger, and co-director of experimental pop specialization at the California Institute of the Arts, gave Folk some hope. Kang told him about a student of his, a drummer, who does gigs with a pre-recorded drum track over which he improvises, altering the seemingly immovable digital time signature. Which kind of stretches my mind to think about how flexibility can be introduced when you're playing with a metronomic track. You know, you're playing against the track and, and making it seem to bend more than it's bending. So that's kind of interesting to contemplate that there's, um, you know, for old parts like me that, uh, that relate to flexible time and music, that, you know, it's not, it's not a dead issue just because computers are taking over. Computers just aren't going away, folks said, but neither are violins. We have to make it work somehow. Uh, if, if our values are going to live on, there needs to be a way to break the tyranny of the metronome, I think. Folks also singled out pitch correction software Autotune as another, quote, improvement, unquote, to overcome in the quest for soulful, imperfect human sounds. And no doubt, somewhere a young designer is writing code into virtual instrument and pitch correction software to reflect the imperfect quirks of human singers and musicians. In other words, someone's drilling down into that time-honored dystopian fear of making the digital more human. It just seems like a really long way to go around, you know, re-establish, reestablishing a human kind of a, um, imperfection in music when you can simply have humans play <laughs> instruments and get the, sure. get the imperfection from the get-go. Though writing music, recording, and then touring has been his full-time job since 1996, one look at Folk's blog at robbiefolks.com forward slash blog, and Googling the pieces he's penned for various magazines, GQ, the Journal of Country Music, and Blender among them, and it's clear he's a formidable prose writer as well. He just never really had time to spend on any longer-form prose project. But when the pandemic forced him out of the write-record tour cycle for the first time in decades, and with his three children now grown and out of the house, a window appeared. He began work on an as-of-yet-untitled book, quote, basically to amuse myself, unquote, about the birth of songwriting. Yeah, I wanted to understand better what songs are for, just to put it really bluntly, how far back in time they went as far as the record shows. The earliest example he found was a song written by a Mesopotamian princess, the daughter of a king, from 3200 B.C. He also found that music precedes speech by many years. There are different theories about the evolutionary purpose, perhaps, of music, whether it has one or doesn't, to begin with. He's also been exploring what recording devices did to change the use and purpose of songs. All of that was like so unknown to me, and yet it bore so much on my occupation that it seemed just like it would uh, help me 
to write better songs, to understand better what I, what I was really up to. Now, if I go ahead and finish this book, it'll be a job of synthesis and translation more than anything else, if you know what I mean. Just like diving into the specialist material, making connections, and then simplifying the, the presentation so that, you know, hopefully somebody who stops in an airport and picks up a book about songs can just uh, be immediately interested and, and captivated by what I'm, what I'm talking about. Robbie Folks will make his Claremont debut when he plays the Folk Music Center on May 21st. Doors open at 7 p.m. Tickets are $25 and are available at the store at 220 Yale Avenue or by calling 909-624-2928. This has been Mick Rhodes for the Claremont Courier Podcast, First Take. Thanks for listening. First Take's theme music was written by Mick Rhodes and Wyman Reese and performed by Mick Rhodes and the Hard Eight.